It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. A newborn king to see. So this is not the song that I was hoping to hear. Yeah. I've just been racking my brain yeah. of Christmas songs that don't have the word Christmas. Yeah. No, this is like a underrated Christmas. Oh, I don't. I don't hate uh, this song. Uh, I think it's fine. I don't hate it. Elliot hates it. It's a fine song, but it's not like in the. It's not like a fun holiday song. No. But it's like it's, it's nice. Kind of sad. It's not a nice, it's a nice it song. Sad. It's, yeah, yeah. But it's not like a gets me in the Christmas spirit type yeah. of song. Okay, fine. It's not jaunty. I'm just say it. Mine's, mine's more <laughs> jaunty. You ever hear the Justin Bieber Busta Rhymes version? Oh no, that's not. No, I've not heard that. <laughs> that's a lot more upbeat. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, mine's a little more jaunty. You know the song that I'm looking jaunty. for. Jaunty. Yeah, it's jaunty. a tough one to guess. I'm not going to lie. It's bells? tough. No. It, uh, Is it Jingle Bell Rock? No. I already played that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. I like that you went from, is it Jingle Bell? No. Okay. Is it Jingle Bell Rock? <laughs> is it White Christmas? It's got to be something with Jingle it Bell. It is not White Christmas, considering we said Christmas is not in the song. Oh, white Christmas would a be rough a rough few guys. I did it again. Why did great I just song. say in the break I said I have a really bad short-term memory? You did. You just said that. That's great. Like someone tells me too, their yeah. name and it's immediately out. See, I'm bad with yeah. names too. James is phenomenal with names. I we're, need to be better with names. We were in Dallas this past weekend, obviously, for the games. And James would remember people's names from like, they would say it to him and like four hours later we'd see the person and be like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. Well, and that's why James is so likable. It's people, very true. I actually, people were actually like kind of shocked. Yeah. Like, like this one dude, these guys, Sam and Jake, like, hey, Sam, hey, Jake. And they're like, Wow, you really are good with names. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's a real skill. It is a skill. It is a skill. Yeah, no. Uh, it's no one of those things that ever, everyone says they're bad at names. Like, I feel like 90% of people are like, oh, I'm horrible. Yeah. yeah. It's an excuse that I'm everyone uses. I'm always like, I'm great at names. That's and you're in the minority for sure. I, I am. You really I set know. the bar My high. My wife's horrible with it. I know. Yeah, I, I do. I set the bar high. That's the problem. I always give myself an out, and it's a true out that once I maybe have a drink or two, like mm-hmm. a beer or whatever, then I get worse at it. So mm-hmm. that's just. That's fair. You know, and generally you're meeting people, you're out and about and stuff. So uh, I can't believe you're not perfect. I, it's a shame. <laughs> James has Let a me flaw. just tell you, you know what crushes me when I forget someone's name? Yeah. Like it is like a like a, a, a knife to my heart. So mm-hmm. trust me, I, I don't like that either. I would like to say uh, a name. Congratulations to Kathy from Lafayette Hill. Kathy will be going to the Eagles Giants game courtesy of Novacare Rehabilitation, wow. the power of physical therapy. She is our winner. So it's a great uh, Christmas Day gift. Too. What, a, what, a, what a thrill, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, boom. Plans. This is great. Yep. You know, so, uh, and obviously, as Elliot has said, it's going to be a massive win where they win by a bunch of points. So here's a question. Is Boston Scott going to score a touch? So it's a great question. I, I think this is the riskiest it's ever been. Yeah. 
He barely plays this year. The offense is struggling. Yeah, he right. never. But, and, and again, it's it's wild he doesn't play because it feels like every time he touches the ball, he does something. Like he makes someone miss. Yeah. He makes a little yeah. nice play or whatever. But it's like he's like in witness protection. I mean, now granted, he's better than Rashad Penny, I guess. Why right. is Rashad Penny even on the roster? Well, this will we'll see how committed Sirianni is to the bit. Like if, if, I agree with you. If, if he if gives Boston Scott a bunch of goal line carries, totally. it is 100%. He knows yes. the bit. It's a great point. Yeah. All right. Well, I think he always knows the bit. Last year, it felt a bit different because it was like, oh, yeah, they can mess around and get right. the ball. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like, oh, they really need to win. Well, when they're up 21 points. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be fascinating. Yeah. I am uh, uh, I am uh, very excited to see it. Twitter bowl question of the day, sponsored by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Enjoy the holidays in a quality certified pre-owned vehicle. From Armin Chevrolet, find your roads to Armin Chevrolet. Visit ArminChevy.com. Who is the best coach in Philadelphia? Uh, our answers, our choices, Nick Nurse, Nick Sirianni, Rob Thompson, John Tortorella. Excuse me, torts. We'll check the results. I'm, I'm flying here. Yeah. Uh, we'll check the results later in the show. Coming up in a couple minutes, we're going to play a game of Do You Believe Him? Who? What? That's coming up in a minute. Let's keep the Go Birds train going. We always say this when we're on you know, the morning show or whatever, just because we want people to know that the whole reason that Justin Tennessee calls WIP is because of Go Birds Radio. Yes. Like, that is the reason. He was a Go Birds Radio caller first. Everything else is secondary. Hey, buddy. What's happening, y'all? How you doing this morning? What up, fella? How's I'm just saying, like, Philadelphia, you're welcome. That's what I'm trying to You're say. welcome, Philadelphia. Yes, sir. You did come <laughs> right. You're welcome. Uh, first and foremost, I'm I'm super glad that you guys were hosting today because I wouldn't be able to call tomorrow. We have plans, parties, and stuff like that mm. to get to. So when I got up this morning and fired that Odyssey app up and I started listening, I was like, yes, it was meant to be. I get to wish my <laughs> boys, my family, a Merry Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle. I, I, I love y'all. I can't say it enough. And uh, anyway, let's get to the birds. One thing that I have touched on that I wanted to get your guys' opinion on, I've asked other folks where I've called in this week, what do you think of – I guess like the body language and stuff that it that Jalen shows on the sidelines because like what I got into with I guess Jack and Ike yesterday and I really want your guys' opinion. Mm-hmm. When it shows him, he's just kind of sitting there all stoic and by himself and everything. And me, I'm used to, and a lot of people they're used to seeing their quarterbacks kind of sitting there with the pad or sitting there with a coach or or you know, a wide receiver and yeah, yeah talk yeah, yeah exactly. And, like, Jalen, it's almost like they're treating him like a pitcher who's throwing a no-hitter or a perfect That's game. That's such Nobody a good comp for it. What a fascinating way to put it. So what was Why? interesting, Justin, so I, there was a caller yesterday that brought up how, like, when I, uh, when she watches the games, like, you don't see Jalen, like, throwing before warm-ups. You don't see him talking to coaches or on, on a pad yeah. or anything. I'll say this. As someone that watches the sideline from the press box, he, so I, yeah, I'm not, at the game, he throws before warm-ups. Yeah, he saw, throws yeah, before he warm-ups, that, for yeah. sure. <laughs> And he does – he has the pad. He talks to coaches. Um, so we had Jordan Mailata on the uh, Players' Lounge this past Monday, and he said mm-hmm. that, like, during games – he was speaking about the Seattle game. Like, Jalen was coming up to the offensive linemen, like, in between each drive and, you know, encouraging them okay. and saying those things. So I, I agree that it seems that the way the TV portrays Jalen, like, you only ever see him just sitting there with a stoic face. He is mm-hmm. at, He is active on the sideline. I think the discussion about like his demeanor this week has been interesting because on one hand, I, I understand the point, right? Like Jalen's face is very like stoic. He doesn't show emotion. And at times like this, you probably want to see it. Where I hesitate to get to saying it's a problem is 
that has gotten him so far in life. Like acting that way, being that type of person. And it's what you always hear people want from quarterbacks and coaches, even Keel, always the same person, doesn't let stuff get to him. It's what you hear you always want. But what I think is important is it doesn't matter how he looks on TV or what we think of it. What, does his what teammates do his think? teammates yeah. think, right? So that's the thing we don't really know the the full answer to. Like, he seems popular well, and all those things, but how his teammates are perceiving it is the real question. Well, that's that's my thing because, like I said, maybe these maybe these guys are used to a quarterback, you know, kind of being a raw-raw guy. Come on, guys, you know, we need to get it together. I'm, I'm going to get a seven next time. Stick with me, stuff like that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what they're used to or what they want, but – and I don't know. That was just a question I had. No, and I think it's a good question, but, Justin. I think the key to Elliot's point is it really only matters what his teammates and, and coaches think and react to. If like if it is a problem, if they feel like it sucks energy or it sucks excitement or whatever yeah. it is to have that, then that's something that he needs to address and someone yeah. should talk yeah. to him about. But if it's something where it's something that where it's all us, and we've had that. Like we had Brandon Graham on the morning show when we talked earlier in the season when they were winning, and we're like, is Jalen having fun? Like, if, like yeah, Joe and yeah. John were like actually concerned. Like, is he is he having a good time? Like, because he should be. This is awesome. And and Brandon was like, listen, like he's not just like the way you see him on the sidelines. Like he has fun. Yeah. He smiles on. So I do think that I think sometimes like we can um you know go a little too far with like a couple cutaways during a game mm-hmm. and and not get the full picture. One thing that really surprised me, like, I forgot what game it was. He ran in for a touchdown. It was like he wanted to show emotion. He wanted to get fired up, but it's like he pulled himself back yeah. in. I'd just like to see him cut loose one time. Me too. Well, you know what? This is what I tell Owen. Let her rip, Tater Chip. If you're fired up, you're excited. <laughs> let her rip, let Tater go, Chip. It's great. Let it go. I mean, show show people show people that you're enthusiastic and, and you love what you do and you're having fun. But anyway. I love it, uh, Joss. You got a, uh, uh, a Philly sports memorabilia you want to own? Yes, I do. And Devin Fred Claus is highly underrated Christmas movie. I love Fred Claus. We're watching it tonight here at the house with the family. But anyway, mine yes, would love be it. The- Thank you, Justin. So, I love it. Who's in mine that again? Would- Hold on, we'll get to Fred Claus in a second. Yeah. Let me get his answer. Go ahead, Justin. Mine, mine would be the gloves that Joe Frazier wore in the first match against all wow that's Ollie. a really good answer, Joe Frazier. Philly like that is a great one. Uh, Fred Claus is Vince Vaughn. It is the most underrated Christmas movie of all time. It's like one of the I watch. Isn't a this few where he's like a, he's like a risque Sa- no, Santa kind? He of. is Santa. Yes, yeah, he but it's not like a, he's like Santa's no, no, brother, he's the right? Brother, but of then Santa he has Claus. to fill in the role to be Santa. It has like a low key all star cast, like okay. Paul Giamatti, Kevin Spacey is the bad guy in it. Uh, Rachel Weiss. Much so. easier to watch. Kevin Spacey's a bad guy these days. All right, so. I'll have to yeah. check it out. Well, and it was before all, all yeah, that. But it's a very underrated Christmas movie. Right. It has laughs. It's heartfelt. Look at this. What so a I'll pitch. say this. I'll take your movie opinions way more seriously than, let's just say, some of the other people. Yeah. Oh, my morning, gosh. So. Thank you. Yeah. I love having Elliot on the show. I know. Show. The two yeah. of you, you know? can, can go and watch movies together. and everyone I will watch Fred Claus. me for my movie. Yes. <laughs> me and everyone else in the world yeah. will be on my side. Watch this great movie from 1988. Yes! Yes! Yes, I will! Yeah, exactly. Watch a great movie from 1988. You can probably get it on VHS at the library. Devin, how dare you not have seen (laughs) a movie that was made before you were born? Literally, like, it is, and I know you'll argue, but it is inarguable. Movies used to be better in the 80s, 90s, 70s. It's it's just a factual thing. It is a fact. No, it's actually a factual statement. You might not agree with it, but that's, you're wrong. Sorry. Well, it's an opinion. No, no, no. In this case, it's a statement of fact. 
215-592. We will not disagree because I don't take your opinion seriously. And you and again, I've done this a million times, but my issue with you is not look, if you actually watched those movies and said, I don't like them, that's fine. You just don't like them because of when they are, you won't even watch it. I watched like, It's a Wonderful Life this past week. I'm not a fan of It's a Wonderful okay, Life. I would have never told you is, to watch it. And that's right. also from the nineteen thirties or forties yeah, or whatever. It it's was, very it different than old. the nineteen eighties. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yes. Old. All right. It looked like it. So that was a bad job by you arguing your point there. I win. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Westchester and talk to our other Drew. What up, buddy? Hey, good morning. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year in advance. Um, yeah, look, I mean, Eagles fans, we all we come in different shapes and sizes and, and kind of the nature of how we, you know, are fans. And, like, I'm definitely a ride-or-die fan with the birds, you know, but I'm also very practical and realistic in how I look at things. And I don't know how you can look at this team when when we've gone up against the real competition for the past several weeks now. And we've gotten hammered twice and then lost the game we should have won last week and not say, this is not the same team as last year's team. Okay, it's just well, not. We know, we know that the defensive personnel is not equivalent. The offensive personnel is, but they're not playing as well. The defensive personnel isn't. So, so Elliot, where's the practical reality in comparing these two teams and knowing that this team, is, is, it's not the same team. Well, okay, so, a, so a couple things. One, it really doesn't matter if the Eagles are better than last year's team. Like, it's fun to talk about, and it's an interesting comparison. It has nothing to do with their chances of winning from here on out. So that that's the first thing I would say. Second, like, you're saying that they played the top competition and they lost. And, yeah, they did lose at Dallas and home against San Francisco. They beat Dallas at home earlier in the year, for what it's worth. They beat Buffalo, who a lot of people think is one of the hottest teams in the AFC right now. So I just they beat I just, Miami. They beat Miami, right? So I just disagree with you that they haven't shown like when they play the top cop top competition, they get blown out. Like that just that's not really what's happened. They had two really bad games for sure, but they have probably more quality wins, I would guess, than any other team in the NFL when you consider their schedule. Niners might have more because the Niners beat us. They beat Jacksonville. They beat Dallas. Dallas, yeah, Niners so might have right. more, but either way, yeah, the, the Eagles have some quality wins. Yeah, and so, but it, the, the issue is the trend, right? I mean, the trend is the trending. The current trending is not favorable. I mean, we've been blown out twice in the current in the most recent games against those kind of teams. So, so that's a problem. Why is that happening? Well, and that trend that trend is a problem. You, uh, it is, into- but Drew, you could also look at the Niners losing their three games and say during that that's the trend. Ultimately, look, I don't like that the trend's happening now, but it's better the trend's happening now than in a month. Like all you have to do is be the best team in a month and in two months. And like I get it, I'm concerned like you are. But I do think we've gone too far in reacting to, to this okay. trend. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, so my last thing is, Elliot, what I want for Christmas is for you to the revisionist history stuff has got going into next year. Step it up. And I'll give you the example I'm talking about. Right. Super Bowl last year. Super Bowl last year. I believe you were not the only one, but you were part of the consensus that was saying Position by position, the Eagles roster is far superior to the Chiefs at almost, you know, not every position, but the large majority of positions on the starting 22. Yeah, okay, I, believe I, I wasn't. Said, so, I wasn't. Drew, I was saying stuff like that. Elliot yeah. actually thought the Chiefs were going to win. So, yeah. Elliot was one oh, of the okay. few people who was kind of in on the Chiefs for that. All right, so my bad then. Okay. I was right, I was bet. saying that, though, Drew. You can make the point of me. Like, I said that. Drew, I thought the Eagles were much better than the I Chiefs. still hope you have a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, no. But you got an right, answer so, uh, for us, Drew, a sports <laughs> memorabilia? Yeah, I mean, I'm keeping it simple. I, I know it would have to be a replica, but the one and only Lombardi trophy that we have. I, so, I already uh, took the championship trophies off. Oh, I got you. 
All right, so then I'll just go with the uh, the Flyers on the Stanley Cup since that's not going to exist too much longer. Oh, you're saying when it comes off the cup, that little piece? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. That's yeah. not too bad. Oh, that's, good. I like, that's a clever answer. It's not that the is cup cool. itself. Yeah, it's clever because they do come off the cup in a couple of years. Yeah. So, is that, so is that how it works? They, so, yeah, so the way it works is that uh, you know every team that wins, every right. player on the team, they'll then get their name on the Stanley Cup, and they go, and it's every seven years. They they take off the oh, the, the bottom ring the bottom whatever. ring okay. so and in the next seven twenty twenty nine I believe is the, when the next seven years is up and the uh, the Flyers I think it's like sixty nine through seventy nine or something like that or seventy seven or whatever right. is the time period that is coming off the cup so the Flyers names and they save the names obviously it's at the Hall of Fame and all that but in terms of being on the cup. The Flyers' names will come off in the next. It really season. is the coolest trophy. In I was just gonna yeah. ask. Yeah. Not, not, like, not even light close. Years. Yeah, I mean everyone's names are on it. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's, it's freaking huge. And you the way it tours around, so you drink cool. Out the of whole it. Yeah. thing. The it's not even a question. Like I think it's the coolest trophy in all of sports, mm-hmm. much less here in America. I, I just want to like. Is it the same? And this might be a dumb question. The same trophy. I feel like every year we see players like skate into it, dent it. I know it travels around. Like, how is it the same trophy that's actually going? Yeah. They must just fix it. They fix it. I yeah. believe it's well, the same trophy. From I thought there's a replica cup that they there, present. Oh, there might be a replica. There's a replica cup, cup they present, and there's one and at the Hall of Fame. There's one at the Hall of Fame that never okay, changes. Okay. But still, there's only two, so it's still okay. like not too bad. Right. So, but yeah, fascinating stuff. All right, uh, back to the phones in a minute. We're gonna play a game of Do You Believe Him? And I'm talking about Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia addresses the media for the first time. Before we play this audio, Elliot, you were there. Yeah. And I got a text from you. You did. You were pretty impressed. So let me start this by saying, and you know this, shit. You were very out I'm on it. Vi- well, that, but I'm also very impressionable. Like I, it, That's true. Yeah. Get Elliot in a room with someone, there's a decent yeah. chance that that someone will be but able to get on Elliot's my, good side. My yeah. biggest takeaway from Patricia yesterday was, they should have let this guy talk way earlier in the year. Like, I thought he came across awesome. And I had a very negative opinion of Patricia from his time in Detroit, from what the players would say about him. Like, I mean, all- you thought them hiring him as an assistant could submarine the season. Like, when when it happened, I mean, you were very— it I'm just to Could say, end I'm, up being right. But, well, no, but, like, yeah, that, yeah. We're, we're past that. But the no, point know, is, like, yeah. you, you, you were very I was, out I on thought it. it was a mistake to hire yeah. him. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I thought yesterday he came across as honestly, and I didn't know him in Detroit, but from what his what the perception of him was to the the guy I saw yesterday, like a completely different person. He seemed very kind. He seemed like someone who had learned from his mistakes in Detroit. He talked about I thought his answer on him and Slay uh, was. We're perfect. gonna get to that. Don't yeah, get there. That's yeah. that's why I'm gonna play in a second. And and for what it's worth, while I still have my reservations about him as a coach, he has coached a long time in the league, and I thought that came across talking to him just you know you could tell all like the experience he's had so you know it's just a press conference he has to go out and prove it on the field and obviously that last drive against Seattle was not good but from what I expected to what we got I thought he he had an outstanding press conference yeah look he's clearly a very bright guy an engineer yeah. like all that type Soft-spoken. of stuff spoken yeah was very I, different thing. I was very impressed with it well as well I really was I thought he sounded I thought he sounded obviously he's smart but I thought he sounded uh, well spoken he sounded contrite 
he sounded like, to your point, like he had learned yeah. from the mistakes along the way. And it was like the reemergence to, of him. It he really heard was. From him a long time. It was fa- so I thought he sounded great, but you mentioned the slay answer, and that's what I want to play here because I want to look. I thought it was great. Uh, we agree. Like the way he handles this, because he's going to get. We all know. First time Apertures is speaking, Darius Slay or Slay is going to be mentioned. Like there's going to be a question. I thought he handled it great. I want to know from you. I want to know from Devin. Do you believe him? Because kind of find it a little hard to. Here's right. what Matt Patricia had to say when asked about Darius Slay yesterday. Man, I just gave him a big hug before I came in here too. Um, it's really been awesome for me to, you know, be back around Slay and 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 really have um, an unbelievable relationship. He's 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 a great guy. He's um, super kind, super funny. He's very determined. He's everything that you know that he is. And um, obviously, um, just so appreciative of him, you know, and, and and our conversation that we had in the spring, and just you know, just helping me. Honestly, he's helped me a lot. You know, he's um, in the spring, you know, just kind of getting acclimated and just talking through. And honestly, he's one of the guys I knew coming in the building. Um, and you know how it is when you go into a new building, you go someplace new, and you're trying to learn people. You gravitate towards the ones you know, and you know, he, out there with arms open and, and trying to you know help me kind of you know fit in and, and feel comfortable, which um, I really am very grateful to him for. I mean, come on, Did they're best friends. Yes, he gave him a hug, a friendly face. Did the, we all saw what Darius said? Even when they hired him, Slay was like, oh, okay. You know, like, like we all know Darius Slay, as soon as he left Detroit, was like, even in Detroit, was like, screw this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, as he was there, like, I look, I appreciate that Matt handled it that way. I think it's the right way to take the high road and all that. But Elliot, I mean, clearly I don't believe all that nonsense. I'm happy he said it because I think he's handling it the right way. But do you believe that him and Slay are just, hey, hey, hey all's good, buddy? Yes. Oh, come on. Well, let me tell You're, you why. Again, he's so well, impressionable. No, 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 no. Why would let he me... lie? Like, well, because, he has every incentive, yeah, he has every to, incentive lie. to lie about but, it. Like, every, he wants it depth, not to be, like, he he wants it not went, to be an issue. I, I, but I, look, he could have just said, I, If yeah, I were him good. and we hated each other, I would have said exactly that. I think it's genius the way he handled it because he tries to use it all. No, I think I think he could absolutely be lying. Here's why I believe him. And it's nothing to do with him. It has to do with Slay. It has to do with Darius Slay. Like, Darius Slay, and this is why I think the criticism of him over the past few weeks has been like a little out of control. Darius Slay, from my time covering the team, I don't know if I've seen a player that's more popular, super likable. That's yes. fine, but th- we know that he had issues with Matt Patricia. They were no, publicly aired. I like- know, I know, but I and I believe from just you know the limited amount I know Slay, I don't think he likes to have enemies. So I think when Patricia came here, I'm sure it was tense at the beginning. I'm sure there was an awkward moment with the boat, you like all those things. But I truly believe that they have aired it out. Because guess what? We've heard nothing about it. Nothing. Well, I've that's seen because them Patricia in, hasn't had a real well, role that we know about until now. But there's been no blow-up. Like, I, 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 and we, well, I, I told see you there wasn't me. I never I expected a blow-up. That's why I had no problem with it. I thought I thought it would be fine because they're professionals. But so, like, what don't I don't believe? believe. I don't believe that they love each other and that they're all best buddies. Thanks for welcoming me in. Oh, I believe that it's probably a little friction there. But you know what? They can handle it because they're professionals and it's not going to ruin the team. But that love affair... No look, dude, look, do I think that they're going to like spend Christmas together? Well, that's no. what it sounded no, like. No, You're no, best but, friends. See, that, me in the city. Like no, no, but, 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 but my takeaway from that was that like they have made up and they are they are friends now. Okay. And I believe that. Devin, what do you think? It seemed like you were more on the believing side. I think I'm I'm like in the middle here. Okay. I don't I just don't think he made all, all that up. He laid it on pretty like even coming in and saying, "No, I just give him a big Yeah, hug I mean that was a bit corny. That was a bit much. It was yeah, a little corny. But I do think that they're fine. Like, I don't think they're best friends. 
but I, I would imagine that they're fine with each other. When the news first came out and it was did we learn that Darius Slay, oh, he's having surgery now and he's out for a few and weeks. And I don't and think then, that I don't yeah, I don't connect. Poor right. Yeah, and I then the Patricia time. thing came out. It was a little bit like, uh, what? But now in hindsight, I don't think that, that I think that's just Yeah, a I don't think it was but, that, but I definitely do. I just I don't believe they're like best pals. I James, believe like, they're fine with each other. I believe they're I believe they I believe they have a working relationship. Yeah. Yes. But, but, you, that was not cordial. That was I love the man. But don't you think there's something <laughs> to like look, you guys I would assume have friends in real life, right? Like big assumption. I mean Jeez, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, from my time knowing you, James, right? Like, don't you think there's something to you had like beef with someone for a few years? It's tense, and but then I don't know you if get that, over. But I don't think they were like, ever friends. They were coach and player. But like, I'm I don't saying, know. I think, that, there, I think there's something to like, like my when you squash like, the beef of like a freshness there that makes it uh, closer to. I that think you're than, being a little impressionable as you said before. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Feel free to chime in on as well uh, on the phones. Let's go to Philadelphia and talk to Jim. Jim A. Hey, James, how you doing? How you doing, right, pal? A, Good to talk to you, Jim. All right. Uh, let me stand up then. You guys are standing yes! up. Yes! Get up, Thank Jimmy. You, Jim. I like that. We're getting people to stand up when they call. We're all Love standing it. up now. That's right. Almost all. All right. The golf right. right. one is Jay Siegel. <laughs> What'd you say? The best golfer in here is Jay Siegel. Jay Siegel? The best one. Yeah, he's an amateur. He didn't get into pros until the senior tour. He was unbelievable. Oh, the best golfer. Okay. I missed the beginning thing you said, so I'm like, Eagles? Yeah. Uh, Jay- okay, good looking out, Jim. Jim, what do you got on the birds? It's Jay Siegel. You don't have to look it up. <laughs> I believe you. I, I'm not looking it up. I, I trust you. So what do you okay. got on the birds, Jimmy? Well, last year, uh, when we called, I called earlier and I looked it up. Um, we faced 11 new defensive coordinators. And I believe, you know, we were just, like, just pure outskilling them. You know, we were laying 21 on them in the first, second quarter. I mean, 28 sometimes. If you look this year, they're running the exact same routes as they were running last year. There's no kind of – it's the exact same play. I love that play where they could freeze Micah Parsons when Jalen was running the ball and, you know, Parsons didn't have any idea where to go. Mm -hmm. It was just, and we don't have that this year. They're making them a pocket passer. They're running the same routes. And on that note, I would like to see, I don't know how the Kobe Dean's going to make out. You know, I still think we need a linebacker in the back end. Yeah, so Jim, the only thing I would say in comparing this year's team to last year's team, and I think you made a good point, like last year's schedule was so much easier. That way easier. Yeah, so I way way easier. This was never going to look like last year. If they if they blew teams out this year like they did uh, last year, like they would be one of the best teams of all time. And I'll add to that. And Dick Vermeil brought it up. And I I thought it was BS coming into the year. I did not buy into the whole you're going to get every team's Mm -hmm. best shot thing. Like I just I thought that was kind of nonsense. I think I was wrong about that. Like I think teams got up to play the Eagles early in the year. I th- obviously we know San Francisco and Dallas all those got up, but I think there is something to playing the the team that was just in the Super Bowl, the team with the tush push, the team with Sirianni's there coach. Like I do think teams got up to play the Eagles this year. They did get up and they defended them better. You know we're not dropping a lot on them in the first half, second half. You know and I hate to say it, last year. You know once again I thought they were going to do it this year. I think there's a lot of doubt in that building. Jimmy. You know, putting the pads on, you know, to, you know, before the Seattle game. And I think there's just doubt. No, I and think it's a really fair point. Doubt. No, dude. You cannot win with doubt. Jimmy, you can't play with doubt. Not in the NFL. Confidence not is such a massive part of this. All right, Jim, you're great at these sides. You got a good answer for us for a piece of Philly sports memorabilia? Yes, but I would re-gift it. 
I would re-gift it to <laughs> Ray Diddinger. Great start already. What do you yeah. got? I would re-gift it to Ray Diddinger, and it would be Tommy McDonald's one-bar helmet from the 1960 uh, championship game and the touchdown ball. I had the touchdown ball that he caught against the Packers. Now, I had to wait 57 years to get to another one. So, Jimmy, it's, okay, Jimmy guys, it's, so. it's always a pleasure, man. Have a great holiday. That is a great answer, and... You know, re-gifting it to Ray. I mean, it adds a little sweetness well, to it. I was I don't say, it. It's clever. It's Jim's very, an outside-the-box answer guy. I thought that was a good one. Very thoughtful answer, and it kind of is in the holiday spirit. It's in yeah. the holiday spirit. Yeah. So not the item itself. Of, of Ray and uh, winning things or Philly sports memorabilia, I know some, my friend's dad won Ray's yellow notepad. Oh, from, from that event. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I'm like, what do you do with it? He's like, I don't know. I just have it in my office. That's a cool like, item. That, that is a really cool item. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to read through what he has. You know, you can tell him if he wants my yellow notepad with my training camp stats. Oh, I'll tell him. We can talk. I'm sure we can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Not giving it, but we can talk. Okay. You started a movement I did. with that. Yes. So, I mean, all I see now are training camp stats yeah. all around the country. <laughs> so. I know where that started. I just want him on pro football reference. Look Wait, who was, the, who was the player that we were all jumping to conclusions on this training camp? Was all it of them? Oh, uh, no, Nolan Smith. But oh, those, those right, weren't right, stats. That was yeah. you. Yeah. You. Yeah. Hey, Mr. He looked Nolan. great. I don't know what he you're going to say. 215-592-9494. <laughs> Let's go back to the phone. Talk to our guy, Corey in Columbus. What up, Core? ESP, James, what's up? What up, Corey? I feel my like man. it's been a while since yeah, we talked. Hey, we so miss my, you, buddy. My, my kids my kid have been like sports, basketball, baseball, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. So, Saturday, I've been hard to call on Saturdays. All good. You know, but I, I've been tuning in. Appreciate but it. All, so, all week, you know, I've been hearing – and I, I was on the mat, too, knocked out about the Eagles. Like, I, I was feeling down. But it's like I sit back and I think, and everybody wants to compare this to the, the Carson Wentz in that year. Like, we're 10-4 and four with the schedule we had. And if you think back and look at that year, we finished that season 9-7 and seven the year after the Super Bowl. And obviously, Wentz got hurt with the back injury, Foles came in. But it's like, we still have a chance to go at, at Well, Corey, Corey, not a, not just that. Real quick, on that season, not just did they finish 9-7. They needed like eight things to happen. That exactly. was like that. It was like 2006 again. It was like when they needed. That, like, that season was a disaster. It was way more. <laughs> but they season, needed. Yeah. They, remember, they needed the Bears to beat the Vikings with the Bears. Nothing to play for. Yeah. The Bears win that game. That's how the Eagles get in and then can go beat the Bears and then obviously almost beat the Saints. It's a great point, Corey. Yep. And what, what, the thing with Jalen Hurts is, and this is just me, and I, I'm a huge Jalen firsthand. Everybody on the station knows that. I just feel like what Jalen Hurts is trying to do is, like, we know the lock screen situation. We we know how bad that Super Bowl hurt us as fans. But imagine how bad it probably hurts him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I just feel like every game he's pressing, like, he's trying he's trying to win the Super Bowl in every single play. And so it's like I agree with you, Corey. I, look, and I obviously, if they win the Super Bowl, I'm sure a lot of players will be different next year. But I do think if they win it this this year, you'll see a very different Jalen next year. Like it correct. almost, I actually think with the celebration things, I think after touchdowns, he's not celebrating as much because he's almost just like on to the next one as opposed to anything else. Exactly, and I and I, I feel like I trust Nick Sirianni to get this team together. Like what we did these past, and I just I'll go even back to 2021. He was able. So, like, nobody talks about in 2021, he, the same thing happened with the coordinator. Everybody called it a panic. It's like, it was a panic. But we didn't even know that Shane Steichen was calling over the plays until he did, like, his little press conference at the, 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 the meeting with it's the coaches true. in the yeah, summer. It's true. And, it, it, and, you know, like, I just feel like I saw a lot of things from defense I like other than the last drive. I think having a more experienced coordinator is going to help us. 
we're we're going to beat the Giants. Like we 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 we're yeah. going to beat the Giants. So I think we all agree that. on that. It's just yeah. a question of how how dominant they can be in doing. I it. think this team still goes to the NFC Championship game. We're going to get it together. Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devontae. We're going we're going to get it clicking. I just feel like we're going to turn it around. Love it, Corey. Corey, you got yeah. a uh, piece of Philly yeah. sports so, memorabilia. So everybody knows I'm an Ohio State alum. I'm a big Ohio State fan, but. I got to go with my guy, the Michigan man, BG's gloves, from when he uh, took the ball out of, you know, Brady's hand. Oh, I see. Look at him finding a way in on that play because I took the ball. That's a good good job there. I I mean, Corey going the Michigan guy, that's tough. That's a tough tough. look right there. I mean, especially with Michigan on their way to the the championship, you not. I mean, that's tough. Corey's my guy. But it's a little, how, it's, it's a little, a little too close taken. to yours. A little too taken. Yeah. Like the Philly special ball, Mike and Douglas, well, that's clearly a better answer in this case. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. It's going to be tough, though. There's a lot of good ones. We've got great answers yeah. today. Yeah. It's going to be tough at the end of the show to, to pick. I'll just probably say you guys pick it. So I don't Thank have you. To, to worry about it. 215592949. I will say, I, I feel like we're starting to feel a bit of a tide turn. I what, feel like in positivity. Yeah. I feel like we're starting to get there. I feel like people are starting to. We know what it is. It's the it's Christmas you? music. I think it's you. It's the Christmas music. I think it's music. you, Elliot. Yeah. By the way, Christmas music, Dan uh, Dan Wilson only has- I'm actually relatively two confident. Two more chances. I think I have it. Two more- Oh, good. I, 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 like, I really I think I have it on two the more, no, Well, don't Not guess now. You got to guess till it's done. He has two more chances. After he plays this last song coming back from break, okay, you fine. can guess if he has not done it. You know, and I you think can, I have a good one. You could tell us during the break, just Dan Wilson can't hear you. Okay. I obviously know what it is, so we won't be spoiling it. To be honest, I think I might forget what it is, but I'm pretty sure I remember. Well, guess what? We're going to find out. Dan Wilson is going to try and guess my favorite Christmas song coming back from break. That's in a few minutes. First, let's go to Northeast and talk to our guy Richie. What up, pal? I don't know if I'm your guy today. I have a little bone to pick with both of you. Oh, no. not you, Richie, of all people? I thought we were like close personal friends. I Listen, I'm your friend after Elliot questioned if you had friends, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm standing only because I'm walking back to my car. I was at park sleeping out to make sure that I would be the first person in attendance for the show tomorrow. <laughs> well, good news. I mean, you can still go there. I think it'll be other yeah, people. Yeah, it's still a great but, place yeah. to hang out, and the show will happen. We just will not be a part of it. Yeah, so. yeah a little disappointing. And Dan the Man. I agree. Listen, Dan the Man. This, this guy is just a machine. I love this guy. Uh, He's Dan the Man. Yeah. I love it. Dan the Man. It's a good nickname. Dan a good the nickname. Man. Very creative, original. I've never heard it before, so it's good. Yeah, Neither have I. No, never. it's first time. Listen, the the uh, there's two things I want to touch on, and then I'll give you a sports moment via. Elliot, to go off something you just said, Jalen, doing what he's always done, it's worked for him, it's got him here, he's never going to stop. Does that mean we have no hope for you in your tweeting? <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a fair point. And as far as this Eagles team goes, Nick and Jalen, there was no expectations of these guys. Remember when Jalen first started? Remember the Tampa Bay playoff game? Mm-hmm. All that, it was... Nice guy. He's not the quarterback. We wanted to replace him. This town, there wasn't expectations like there are now. So this version, the way Jalen is, stoic. Nick, some people love him. Some people hate him. (sighs) We've experienced nothing with winning with these guys since the expectations have been to win. And Jalen last year, what happened? This city and their personalities, uh, I feel bad for these guys. If they go into a slump, a prolonged slump, and this is – the team that we're looking at going forward, I can't see the fan base handling either one of their personalities well if winning is not attached to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I do think you're seeing a little bit with Nick, too. Like, I feel like he's become slightly more defiant in his press conferences. Like, I, I think my offense. And look, like, I, I think he's correct to feel this way. I think 
Nick seems to me from watching that he feels his offense is being like made fun of almost like it's simple. It's a high school offense, like all these things. So, you know, this is Nick's first time really experiencing like really tough criticism in Philly. I know there's been moments of it for sure, but like this, and I'm sure it's not fun. Like you can see it on his face. Like I I think Nick is experiencing something, you know, that he has well, not before. And it's it also is seems like the things that we love about Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts when the team is performing well yeah. are kind of now working against them, right? Like Nick mm-hmm. Sirianni's fiery passion on the mm-hmm. sidelines and in press conferences, Jalen Hurts' stoicism, deep, and, all stoicism that, yeah. and deep quotes in press conferences now don't really now people don't want to hear them. as well, right? No, it's a great all point. over it now. Yeah, I think that also yeah. happens, Rich, really quick, with, with everybody. You know, like yeah. I, I do think whenever yeah, you're losing, yeah, losing yeah. begets yes. that type of stuff. Yeah, Richie got yeah, to, uh, Devin, to, to Devin's point, winning cures everything. And now, yeah, you're right, you know. and it's the and that's the reverse of it. Losing causes everything. Uh, Richie, yep. you got a uh, a piece of Philly sports memorabilia for us? I'm just tuning in. I don't know if this is said. Can I have Jason Kelsey's mummer outfit? So it's said. Yeah, it's a great answer, but it's said. All right, then give me Angelo Cataldi's microphone. Oh, oh, what a clever answer, Richie. Good call. We didn't think about. We were just thinking about the sports teams. Interesting thought. Now, would it have to be like from his final show? But technically, that microphone is on his microphone. So, yeah, what a thrill. Really, James Seltzer's What a cool thing. That is awesome. That's the first WIP answer we've had. Yes, that is. Yeah, potential WIP answers on the board. Yeah, like what a thrill. Hosting the morning show. Can you believe we're doing it? A lot of fun. Pretty neat. 215 592 9494. One more hour for us hosting the morning show today. Uh, we want to get to as many of your Eagles calls as, as we can. And again, as you just heard, you have a chance to win two prizes today if you give us the best piece of Philadelphia sports memorabilia. If you could get a Christmas present and bang, it's an all time piece of sports memorabilia in Philadelphia sports. You can get it. It's yours. What is it? 215 592. Thank you. I, I was pretty proud of it, too. You know, I got to do a little hammer type stuff in here, you know, maybe a little less obnoxiously. But all right, 215-592-9494. It's the morning show. Don't go anywhere.